Hello and welcome to Unbreak Your Health, the podcast program about the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, the complete guide to complementary and alternative therapies. And today our topic is Heller Work Structural Integration. And our guest is the creator, Joseph Heller. A former NASA aerospace engineer, Mr. Heller left the field in the early 70s to train with Ida Rolf, becoming a Rolfer and the first president of the Rolf Institute in 1975. But he left the Institute in 1978 and went to the Bay Area to develop the Heller Method, which later became Heller Work Structural Integration. He's also the author of the book BodyWise. Good afternoon, Joseph. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be on your program. You actually graduated from Caltech in 1962 and spent 10 years as an aerospace engineer at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, didn't you? That is correct which doesn't seem like very good preparation for being a body worker, but it did allow me to appreciate the role of gravity. That's quite a journey from being an engineer to developing Heller work. Along the way, I'm sure you worked with many of the leaders in the humanistic health movement, didn't you? That is true, I have. But what attracted me particularly about Ida Rolf when I heard about her work was two things. One is the experience of receiving the work, which was amazing. And secondly, the intellectual underpinnings of the work, which had to do with becoming aware of the role of gravity in the use of our bodies, which once you start thinking about it, seems fairly obvious, but Eideroff was the first one who really thought about it. And your process is actually derived from the structural integration work of Ryder Rolf, isn't that it? That is correct. I was very much influenced by that. And I find Rolfing to be very, very powerful work. But I wanted to add some elements to it. A couple of things. Number one, I wanted to have people being more versed in movement because I believe that it is in the way that we move that we create the many of the tensions and, and rigidities in our bodies. And secondly, I wanted to be able to give people a chance to talk about what was going on in their lives because I believe that most of the stresses that we're subjected to in our daily lives nowadays are more psychological and emotional in nature than physical. We don't work that hard physically. As a matter of fact, most of us don't work hard enough physically. We sit around on our cushions. What is Heller Work Structural Integration? Well, Heller Work Structural Integration is a process of body work, movement education, and dialogue sessions, which aims to restructure the body, realign the body, to have it fit better in the flow of gravity, to have people release their tensions and rigidities that have troubled them and and caused them pain and discomfort, and to experience life in a more joyous and free way. That's the nutshell of it. And how we do it is a process of 11 sessions which usually lasts an hour to an hour and a half in length, and that includes deep tissue body work, movement education, and dialogue. The process has been called structural integration not only for the body, but the mind and spirit as well. Is that because of the three elements of the process? Yes, and because I believe that all three are totally interrelated, that we we cannot talk about integration strictly on a physical level because it involves our, our mental, psychological, and spiritual well-being as well. How did you go about putting these different facets together into one process? 
Well, it was mostly out of my own experience. You know, I started out with rolfing, and like I said, I found it to be very powerful, and it definitely changed my body. But then I found that, you know, things would start coming back. And so I started looking into that, and I realized that I needed to learn to move differently, not to bring back the same patterns of tension. So I started studying movement and then teaching my clients about movement. And also, I uh, got involved with a man named Dr. Brew Joy, who's a teacher in consciousness and energy healing. And through that experience, I became aware that we needed to give people a chance to process what was going on in their lives on a psychological and emotional level as well, because that influences the body just, well, maybe not just as much, but almost as much as the physical stress. I know Ida Rolf believed that movement was also important, but she wanted to just pass the patient from the Rolfer down to a movement specialist. And yet you That's wanted right. to integrate That's right. There, there, there are Rolf movement teachers who, after people go through the Rolfing series, will teach people how to move differently. My point of view is why separate it into two disciplines when it really belongs together? I combined it all into one. How is dialogue a part of the process? Well, the dialogue takes place. As we work with people on the table and then they become aware of some of their holding patterns, we will ask them questions such as, you know, what does this represent in your life? Uh, can you get in touch with anything that this might mean for you? Each of the sessions has a theme. And to give you an example, the third session, which works on the arms and shoulders, the theme of that session is reaching out and we explore with the client their patterns of aggression, aggression both in the positive sense of reaching for what we need and want in life, as well as aggression in the negative sense of anger and hostility and violence. So we just talk to people and, and have them take a look at these topics and see what's applicable for them in their lives. I don't see it as a, as a process of therapy, but more as a process of taking a look at things and Clients get whatever they get out of it. We don't direct them to any particular place. Are the themes connecting the physical aspect with the psychological aspect? That is correct. So, for instance, the, the first session, which works on the breathing aspect, is called inspiration. The second session, which works on feet and legs, is called standing on your own two feet. The third one, as I already mentioned, is reaching out. The fourth one is control and surrender. The fifth one is called the guts. And the sixth one, which works on the back, is called holding back. And <laughs> the seventh session, which works on the neck and head, is called losing your head. So there's so a direct I, connection. I believe, I believe there is, yes. And, and that's why all these expressions in our language refer to body parts. To me, it is not, not an accident that we talk about standing on your own two feet as a sign of independence and self-sufficiency. I was reading someplace that you'd actually notice when you were working with clients that as you were working on a particular part of the body, that they kept talking about the same general issues and concepts, and it that seemed to exactly, make sense. That is exactly how the themes actually develop. When I started out, I would just talk to people, and after well, it took a couple of years for me to realize that similar topics kept coming up in, sim in the same sessions. And I went, hmm, there must be some correlation here. <laughs> and I, I started looking at it, and sure enough, it seemed fairly obvious once I started looking at it. 
How can Heller work improve our health? Well, a lot of the stress that our bodies are subjected to is due to a couple of different things. One is a general attitude in our culture that hard work is good. Now, I'm not saying that hard work is bad. It's the hard part that I'm commenting about, that we tend to put a lot more effort into doing things that is necessary for the activity itself because we believe that hard work is good. We have expressions in the language like, if at first you don't succeed, try harder. No pain, no gain, and so on. Okay, So those kinds of attitudes get reflected in using our bodies with more intensity and more force than is needed for the activity. And the other thing that, that, is, that happens is that how you respond to stress in general is by tightening up. And I can tell you now, because I have worked in, in Europe, in Asia, in Africa, as well as in the Americas, that all over the planet, everybody responds the same way, which is when under stress, we tighten up. And it doesn't seem to matter whether the stress is physical, mental, emotional, financial, relationship, or whatever. How we do it is we tighten up. And rather than treating just the particular pain or tension symptom, Hellerberg focuses on rebalancing the entire body, turning it to a more aligned and relaxed and youthful state. That's correct, because many of the particular tensions and holding patterns are a reflection of the lack of balance of the whole structure. So, for instance, let me give you an example. Let's say that you carry a heavy briefcase in your right arm okay, to go mm -hmm. to work. After a few years of that, your whole trunk will start leaning to the right, which will put more stress on your right knee and your right ankle and so on, okay? And mm -hmm. so over the years, those areas will develop extra tension. And, you know, someday it may result in an accident or just pain and discomfort, things like that. And people tend to see it as a local problem when it's actually a result of the whole body being out of balance. It works much better in that case to balance the whole structure which will then result in the right knee and the right ankle being less stressed rather than just work on the knee and ankle, which will need repetition because the stress will keep coming back. Listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, then you'll love my new book. The second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies. It features a new user-friendly format and 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. And you can get it on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. You've said that balance is not a static condition, but in fact a process of constant flux, a fluid That's expression. Right. That's right. We tend to think of balance as being 50-50, kind of a static picture. But to me, balance is best represented by the tightrope walker walking a tightrope, always almost falling and readjusting constantly to stay balanced. That's a dynamic view of balance. How does Hellerwork help us maintain that balance? Well, in two ways. One is by making it easier to be upright 
you know, it actually requires less effort for the body to maintain its, its uprightness. And mm-hmm. number two, by making people aware of the ways in which they move so that they can do it more efficiently. I actually, with each session, teach people how to use that part of the body in a more relaxed and aligned way. Which makes perfect sense that the movement education would then make the treatment last longer and better and help the client uh, adjust better. Yes, I believe that's true, and I get that kind of report from my clients. Mm-hmm. I know that Heller work is a hands-on process, you know, based on Ida Rolf's work. That's and it's, correct. Therefore, you're talking about moving the fascia. That is true. The primary component of the body that we work on is what is called the connective tissues, which is a, a set of tissues by weight, by the way, it is the majority of the tissues of the body, which have the function of holding a whole body together. Okay? And it, that includes, you know, the, the inner layer of the skin and as well as the bones and all of the layers of a substance called fascia, which wraps muscles, organs, nerves, blood vessels, everything in the body is wrapped in fascia. And all of the fascia in the body is continuous and connected, which is one of the reasons why it works better to realign the whole body, because then you get the whole fascial network to be better balanced. How does our fascia lose its normal flexibility? Through stress. The way that fascia responds to stress most often is by tightening up and becoming more rigid. Occasionally, it will lose its its elasticity and become kind of flaccid and unformed, but most often it just becomes much more rigid and hard. You've also said before that releasing debris can be instantaneous if there is no longer an attachment to it. Yes, that is true, and the attachment can be uh, an emotional one, or it can be an intellectual one, or... Sometimes it can be quite physical. Like, uh, you know, I, I have clients here in Manchester uh, who are very uh, sports-minded and keep putting the same tensions back in their bodies because they engage in these extreme sports like bicycling up the mountain and things like that that put a lot of stress on their body. But at least they are aware of that and they choose to do that for the sake of you know, the activity that they enjoy. Most people are unaware of the stress that they put in their bodies, which is part of the problem. What kind of health problems is Heller work especially good for? It is mostly good for all the small aches and pains and discomforts that come from, you know, sitting around offices for days and days and engaging in exercise and sports. It is particularly good at taking care of sprains and strains and injuries of the physical nature that don't involve, you know, tears. And once something gets torn, then we're not very good at fixing it. Surgery is probably more appropriate. But things like sprained ankles, uh, lower back pain, neck and shoulder pain, um, we're extremely successful at releasing. Is the Heller Work Client Handbook just about the sessions, or is it also used between sessions? It includes reminders and, and exercise suggestions for the person, or movement, I should say, suggestions for the person in between sessions. So it can be used in between sessions, 
but it's mostly about explaining what the sessions are about. How many practitioners of Hellebrook are there today? Well, let's see. We have the, the organization has trained. Oh, I'm not sure the exact number, but I would guess close to a thousand practitioners. They are not required to be members of the organization, so the membership of the organization at the present time is only a few hundred. We have practitioners in Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Canada, U.S., Europe, so it's pretty well spread out. What's required to become a Hellebrook SI practitioner? You have to be 21 years old. You have to have a uh, college degree. You have to have a mostly you have to have a, a burning desire to learn about the body and to want to help people. The training program itself varies. We have different formats for different people, but it is usually about. 18 months in length, not full-time, and involves about 1,250 hours of instruction. I understand that you were wowing the folks who attended your association's last conference with lots of new ideas. Is Hellerwork still an evolving process? Oh, very much so. I believe that all people work should be evolving all the time, actually. But especially this structural integration work, from my point of view, is in its infancy, and it would be very wrong to cast it in stone at this point. Yes, it's evolving. We're still learning more. Uh, I have started combining movement into the sessions itself, having people move while I'm working on them, and that seems to be a very promising avenue. So I would say, yes, there's a lot more that we have to discover. Coming home to your body is one of your basic concepts, isn't it? That is correct. I believe that that is where home is. If you can be comfortable in your body, you can be at home anywhere. Do we all have the capacity to free ourselves of the past in order to create freedom and full self-expression? I believe so, yes. Uh-huh. And obviously, Hellerwork, with its three-phased approach, would help in that release and fulfillment. I believe so, Yes. Most of what we are dealing with in people's bodies is the past, the accumulation of past stresses, past traumas, past incidents, and so on. And some of that accumulation, it, you know, happened very slowly, a little bit at a time, so we were not aware of it. And some of it came suddenly in the form of, of falls, breaks, accidents, and so on. Joseph, what is your favorite example of the success of Heller work? My best sample, you said? Well, your favorite example. Oh, favorite example. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I'll give you an example. I have recently worked on a lady. Uh, I started working on her when she was 55. She had uh, severe scoliosis. And five years later, at the age of 60, she was almost completely straight which, by the way, is an unusual result. I, I don't want your audience to think that this is something that happens every day, but you know, it shows what the body is capable of, the will and the tools. Joseph, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today about Hellerwork Structural Integration. Anyone wanting to learn more about Hellerwork should check out the association's website at www.hellerwork.com. And to learn more about Joseph Heller, go to his website at www.josephheller.com. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health. 
Discovering the World of Hope and Health, known as Complementary and Alternative Medicine. I'll be back again next week with another edition. But to learn more about our guest today, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. We'd love to hear from you about this program. Please send your questions and comments to info at unbreakyourhealth.com. This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith, and I look forward to being with you again soon. 